flown across the stars and through the cosmos as we have traveled to this planet known as Earth. We are Finding Monster Right, the show about finding monsters, right? Right. I'm Adam. And S Star. <laughs> I didn't... I gave that zero thought. Let me try that again. All right. I'm Adam Bastion of Light. That's worse. I'm Ad Mars. I'm Alien. And we are here to talk about why you don't belong on this planet no more. You, like us, have ascended into the, yes. into the stars. The astral planes of existence. We are not like those that walk among us. I, I'm starting to we, I get a Morpheus vibe now. We are not like them, the normal people. No, we are special. We are the special people. The special people who will give me lots of money. We will erase... All of your star seed of doubt. What kind of alien are you? What kind of alien are you? How do you do the things you do? Share with me your secrets deep inside. What kind of alien are you? Are you loyal through and through? And do you have a heart that's true? What kind of alien are you? All right. <laughs> Let's talk about starseeds. Starseeds are something I didn't know about until you told me. Pokemon masterful, by the way. So, yes, starseeds. Uh, oh, yeah, I wanted to mention one time there was a little kid at work uh, who couldn't read uh, very well. And she saw my name tag and she read it as alien. And I... <laughs> you accepted it. That's a sign. <laughs> that's a sign that this is going to go well for me. Yes. Um... Having starseed, being a starseed, it means having, like, alien heritage. Is that correct? It's a little stupider <laughs> than that. Okay. All right. I, as I learned, so starseeds are, bear with me, reincarnated alien souls. <laughs> ah, so your soul has come from, an, uh, assuming that all souls... Like, are the same across the cosmos. Right, which they are, because we were all created in the image of our Lord and God, Jesus Christ, amen. And as those... And some, that means your, your soul is space. I think that in a world that presupposes that there's many alien lives out there, and we all have the same soul, mm. uh, that this is a very common thing to be a starseed. Yeah. So starseeds were sent here because uh, they volunteered to save the world. They want to oh. save Earth, so they reincarnated it onto Earth. So, so be, being born on Earth is like a like janitor's duty. It's like jury duty. Well, no, you're volunteering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, sorry, because no one wants to do it like on their own. I don't think we'll we'll get into this maybe later, but I don't think it's like uh, I don't think it's like a punishment. I don't think Earth is like Australia. Okay. So, at first, I was like, like the mission is like you know to raise the consciousness of the planet and you know all this hippie stuff. Except then I learned from a, uh, so I'm getting most of this information from a talk from Deborah King uh, that was uh, related to me via uh, an information download for, that I uh, got while I was lying in a mandala beneath the stars. No, it's from an episode of, oh no, Ross and Carrie on Maximum Fun. It's uh, Baby Yoda's friend, right? Yeah. The mandala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> one of my favorite kinds of Adam jokes is the one where I'm just like, yes, no, that's right. Anyway. <laughs> 
Uh, so, uh, you know, different experts uh, contradict each other, and they mostly don't care. Like, most of the time, the story is, like, you know, uh, people downstairs will tell you uh, something else here at this alien conference, but, uh, but you know, that's not technically true. <laughs> but but we're, we're free to abduct any number of them as we want. Yeah, right. So, the Starseed people, they, uh, they work for the Galactic Council. Oh. Which meets in a big conference room that looks like a picture from Star Trek IV, according to Deborah King's PowerPoint slides. Okay. And so Starseed missions may take the form of environmentalism, social justice, or artistic endeavors. And the point of the Starseed's mission is, is to raise an energy field around the Earth. To usher in the age of Aquarius. <laughs> wait, wait, how are they, how are they doing, accomplishing that with, like, art? The light beings that run the Galactic Council need to raise the shield and share with us all of the Lemurian... The Lemurians came to Earth from the Pleiades, and they stored all their knowledge in crystals. And the Atlanteans inherited these crystals, but both Lemuria and Atlantis crashed into the sea, or whatever. So, now there's no uh, Ple Ple Pleiadians left, except for the Pleiadian starseeds. And we Earthlings need to recover all the information that was in those crystals, which we can only do by raising our consciousness, by raising an energy field around the Earth, so that the light beings of the Galactic Council will send it to us. Wait, 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 so there there are crystal relics on Earth? No. No, the, the Galactic Council took them until we were ready again. Ah, uh, we're not, we're no longer ready for these, <laughs> they've, they've taken away our uh, Spider-Man suit. Yes. Yeah, in, uh, in Homecoming. And now we're just left over with our, our shitty pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> and they're waiting until we're worthy of them again. So, Deborah King started suffering from tinnitus. That's when you have a, a ring-a-ding in your, your drums. Yeah, like a persistent ringing yep. going on in your ears. It's, like, torturous. Mm -hmm. And so she went on this Doctor Strange-esque mission. She tried no doctors, and instead <laughs> went right to the Doctor strange -in. Yeah, No doctors, all strange. No doctors, all strange. And, uh, like, one of the many things that she tried, she at some point had a dream where she uh, accessed the Akashic Records, which are a series of records in the mental plane that have all of your past and future reincarnations stored in them. Uh, and also, how, how do you have future records? <laughs> outside of time. Heaven style, baby. Okay, I, I guess. And also, she would talk to, like, a burger man who was wider than he was tall. And <laughs> he, he gave her a jetpack that she took to, like, a city that was covered in robots, which... You can get to the Akashic Records via mental plane, via, like, meditation or whatever, but then if you need to get to the city, it's a jetpack. Like, you can't just go right in there. If this story was a Wikipedia article, it'd be just all blue text. Yes. <laughs> of yes. different things and links. So, uh, so what the... What this vision was. Yeah. After having this vision, what did she do? Uh, she went to a farm, laid down in a mandala, which is, like, that big, like, symmetrical, like, circle design thing. I, I, I'm still not quite sure. Look it up. You, you'll know when you see it. It's like... Like a crop circle? Is it like a silo? Mandela. It's like a... Uh, uh, is that him? No, is not, that Mandela? Not, not Nelson Mandela. He did, she did not lie in a person, no. There we go. Like a big symmetrical like design like this. At a farm? Yeah, just like on the ground, rendered in rocks. Ah, okay. So th there's a, a... It looks like one of those like color by number, like, you know, flower patterns. Yeah, precisely. That's exactly what it is. Okay. So, 
you lay down in a mandala at night and listen to the sound of the cosmos. And if you sing the sound of the cosmos, which is a noise that sounds kind of like if a didgeridoo is a person, monotone, loud, but with extra vibrato, to your chiropractor, you will transform him. She went to her chiropractor and sang the song of the cosmos to him and activated his DNA. And now she just goes around singing the song of the cosmos to people to activate them. And if she ever just gets around to her assigned mission to go to Lebanon, Kansas, and sing the song of the cosmos, she will activate all of the United States at once. And it sounds a little something like this. By the way, this all started because she had tinnitus. Just pointing that out. <laughs> you know, weird connection there that she's discovered the sound of the cosmos mm. <laughs> after um, obtaining tinnitus. Uh, do, did her chiropractor, like, consent to this? Almost certainly no. <laughs> no, so she's just kind of forcing starseed status upon everyone. If she's okay with that, why doesn't she just go to Kansas right now? I mean, just procrastinating, I guess. <laughs> She's got other things to do. Yeah. Well, she also, she also is, like... <laughs> Trying to make a lot of money. It also costs $20,000 to complete all five levels of Deborah's <laughs> healing course. Ah, uh, okay. I... Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, she teaches faith healing, except instead of faith, it's alien magic. And her mission is to activate people's DNA, which is not something she has ever explained the meaning of. So the healing is mostly like vibrato singing, like cold reading, and doing jazz hands over people's chakras, starting with the one in the crotch. That's how you start, like, mm, Yeah, no, I, uh, I... Do you feel better? Not really. I feel the exact same. Maybe I'm not a starseed then. So these are the powers that the star beings of the Aquarium mission have. Okay, uh, I'm curious about how... And not so much provable these are, but how much they would affect someone's life. Okay, number one, upgraded genetic coding. <laughs> oh, that's that's bad. That's that sounds immediately like eugenics. <laughs> she does have so one of the last slides that she showed in the slideshow that she gave at this presentation at the Consciousness Life Expo mm-hmm. was a picture of like five human babies, and she's like, the existence of the five root races. Is oh evidence no! That we all come from different planets or universes, right? There, we have to have like some kind of code or alarm whenever, whenever the monster of the week becomes like a like a racism. Oh, and this got fully racist real quick. But also, I have a question for you, Adam. What are the five root races of humanity? Um, Given the fact that they are not, in fact, biological realities, but rather social constructs that have been developed over the past 500 years or so of international global networks. So in my uh, anthropology course, mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't, they weren't like separate circles. They were kind of overlaid on top of the, each other. Well, precisely, yes. But there's only like three of them okay. that I recall. If you are an idiot, <laughs> what do you think the five races of human beings on this planet are? It's like... Uh, Caucasian, Asian, White people, black people, Asian people. Yeah. Pacific Islander. Not sure what the fifth one's supposed to be. (laughs) She doesn't know. She's just like, every now and then, it's like albinos or something. (laughs) Well, they didn't list all of them on the... Oh, maybe it's Native Americans. Uh, That might be it. That is two whole goddamn continents. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's a lot of continents. That's... Man. Huh. I think maybe Native Americans have had a bad time of things, historically speaking. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, uh, powers. G- upgraded genetic coding, which 
probably means something bad. And you can get your DNA upgraded by doing the jazz hands and the crotch chakras. <laughs> wait, wait, you can just clear some chakras and you got better DNA? Yeah. That's... How, how is, uh... The thing is, like, these people are all about, like, you know, the COVID vaccine will rewrite your DNA or whatever. Or, like, they but, seem to be very against well, upgrading DNA unless, like... I, I gotta say... Unless it's aliens. And then get the vaccine and then just do the alien healing thing. If that, and then no, rewrite no. it. Ooh. You use oh. alien healing to clear out the bad stuff that the vaccine gives you. Oh. Which it doesn't. <laughs> oh. Right, it does not. It's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Okay, you know what? This is a good plan. Like, yeah. Honestly, just... if Deborah King were, like, not... If she were, like... Good at her job? If she were, like, a good person and not a bad person, mm-hmm. I, I would do that if I were her. Yeah. Okay, so, star beings of the Aquarian mission also have Tibetan monks' sacred geometry. That's not really a patter, a power, <laughs> but... No, it's... What is... I think it's, like... Maybe it's, like, a... Are Maybe these it's like just an things... application of like mathematical symmetry? It's so like a, it's like knowing like word in Excel. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tibetan monk symmetry, sacred geometry. All right. I think it might be like you know you have like a perfectly symmetrical face according to sacred geometry and stuff like that. Well, uh, just because we changed the page, this looks a lot like Mandela Mandela stuff. Mm. And look, it's quite literally the same thing. So, you are attuned to this? I guess. Or is this more of what it is? Like some... uh, I think it's like body measurements. Ah, I see. Kind of like the Da Vinci Man. Yeah. Like, you could definitely see, like, I'm trans. I've obsessively measured my waist-to-hip ratio before. I imagine it's something like that. Like, my shoulders are technically, according to uh, the Fibonacci sequence, like... Uh, one third of the length of my height. I don't know if that's absurd or not. Okay, I, I, I don't know see- if like how <laughs> how wide our shoulders supposed to be. Like I said, I'm trans. I don't know. Uh, well, well, I I could see that. Um, like that's a very not very not super easily measurable and just kind of vibe thing that you can give off. Like, ooh, I'm looking more symmetric now. I'm more yes. in tune with. All right, I, I'm I'm following that. Okay, so. so there's three more powers. Okay, I'm gonna run through them really quick. Power. Okay. Crystal acts as a transformer. Crystal acts as a transformer. Enhanced brain and cell structures. Your endoplasmic reticulum is gonna fucking spit ribosomes out like nobody's goddamn business. Okay. There goes some proteins. Generates a force field that magnifies intentionality. I gotta ask about intentionality. I don't know what the intention of what you're doing is. You is know that... what I want because of my force fields. <laughs> Respect me. <laughs> I am a real person. <laughs> I'm a real scientist. I am a star being of the Aquarian mission. <laughs> also, the crystals act as a transformer. I don't know what that means. What kind of transformer is she talking about? Does she mean like... Bumblebee and like <laughs> and okay. sound wave, probably. Or... Star scream. Star seed. <laughs> Star seed, you fucking bitch. Beep boop. What is Megatron? I don't know. He's like, um, you know, I will eliminate you. My Megatron is voiced by Hugo Weaving and looks like a spider's asshole. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, so here's some signs that you might be a star seed. You might have these fantastical abilities. Okay. So. I, I like how. I might have these abilities and not notice. Okay. I like how that, that they're phrased in that way. Do you have recurring dreams and visions? Recurring dreams? Dreams that I've had before? Yeah. 
And what do you mean by visions? It, like a dream, but it's a vision. Oh, uh, I do not have those things. I have had actually multiple things that feel like visions, like multiple things that feel like, you know, like just multiple instances where I've really seriously felt like I was in hell mm. or like heaven and uh, stuff. And like it felt more real than a dream, which is entirely mental, of course. <laughs> but like. No, I don't think my brain works that way. Usually I'll like. It's either clearly my imagination, like I'm telling it what to do, or I am remembering something. Do you it's... ever remember the future? Hmm. Bum, ba dum bum, bum, bum. The future? I don't know. Uh, I Sometimes I have a feeling that something is going to happen, mm-hmm. and like this is a prophetic vision of the future, uh, but it never occurs. <laughs> or it never occurs the way you think it's going to. Yeah, it's kind of, it's some, that's so Raven shit. <laughs> That's all Except right. it's more of like the worst case scenario that I laid out in my own head. It's the I was gonna fucking say it's the future you can see. <laughs> yes, right. So uh, that's a, that's a no for me, as well, Chief. Do you ever dream of flying or out of body experiences? I <laughs> I don't dream of f- flying. I I do dream of like bouncing on a trampoline. Oh, that's interesting. Like really having really good jumps. And like you ever been? On, you've been on a trampoline before? Uh, legally, for, for legal purposes, yes, I've been on a trampoline before. When you're up and you're like feel that feeling of you falling down and, and going up. Uh huh. Yeah, I've had that sensation in a dream. All right. But not necessarily flying. I've... Out of body, a little bit. Oh. Uh, in dreams, I often like jump from perspective to perspective. Like you know, hmm. I'm I'm like I'm on a TV show. Like I'm a, I'm a killer cop. That's a, that's a, that's not what my dreams are about. I'm a detective on a TV show that I'm watching that TV show. Then I'm watching myself watching that TV show. Oh. But it's never me that I'm watching. It's always some different character. That doesn't really happen to me. I've flown. Like, the one time I lucid dreamt, I started, like, floating and shooting fireballs at a snow leopard. Okay. Uh, but out-of-body experiences, I actually don't ever dream that I'm anyone else or that I'm shaped any differently at all. I think my brain is just cued into, you are this shape. Mm. Fuck you. That's it. Like, I think that might be, I think there might be some kind of, uh, again, trans stuff there. What else do we got? Does time seem flexible to you? Sometimes things are slower, sometimes things are faster. Like that thing that happens to literally everybody all the time about anything. Yes, I, I am not a clock stopper protagonist, but I can, <laughs> I can certainly, I've certainly experienced hours that feel like minutes and vice versa. Mm. Do you ever experience synchronicities? Like you look at the clock and it's 11.11. What time is it right now? Uh, 8.34. That's exactly <laughs> how many stars there are. I, I, I see many times. All the time. And I, I, I check my watch very frequently. And I'm not very interested in uh, nothing has spoken out, has struck me as weird. Now, here's a question. Yeah. Uh, it's 8.34. What day is it? Uh, it's the, uh, it's 11-8. It's, uh, the 8th of November. Do you ever experience changing sleep patterns? Oh, well, um, let's see. <laughs> I, we, we just got, we just had daylight savings time. <laughs> so, so, yes. So I guess technically, yes. Last question. Uh-huh. And feel free not to answer this. Okay. Because it is personal. Mm-hmm. Do you desire to change the world? Do you desire to change the world? Do you desire to change this world that we live on? Just like Kumail Nanjiani's Eternals. 
Um, Kumail Nanjiani's Marvel's NBC's Eternals. <laughs> Don't you mean not like Eternals? Eternals. <laughs> We're satisfied with the way the world currently is. What does Eternals score sound like? I haven't seen the movie yet. I don't know either. It's uh, it's Ramin, right? It's a it's a Ramin joint. I, I believe so. I, I believe the the score is as unnoteworthy as the color palette. No, no, no. It's a Ramin Chawadi joint. Did Iron Man, Game of Thrones, Pacific Rim. We'll find out. Oh no, I'm gonna see the movie. All right, so uh, probably I, about this. I'm Eternals gonna... is a very star seed movie. I'm going to say yes to change the world. So that's what, three out of eight? Three out of five? I, I don't know. Anyway, I forget, uh, and I wasn't really keeping track. So, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the uh, quiz that I found online. Are you a starseed? So we've got we've got our guesses. I'm going to yeah. guess no, and I think you might be a yes. Okay. But I, I, I could be right. So, first question. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to say what, quiz this is online somewhere just google it like it's not we can we can link it i don't want to give them traffic though not that we (laughs) not that we have a listener base but like i don't want to i don't want to give them free advertising because these people are nuts this page has almost forty thousand takers all right so question one Mm -hmm. do you feel as though you don't fit in huh the options are very much so not really i fit in pretty well and not at all I'm going to say the middle one on this one, because I, I do fit in, uh, in in a major way, but I think in a minor way, no. I feel like I fit in. I'm going to say not at all. Mm. Do you consider yourself to be an introvert? The options are very much so, or certainly not, or I suppose so. I, I'm still kind of middling on this, but I'm going to say very much I'm an introvert. Um, I'm going to say certainly not. I feel very extroverted. Yeah. I, I, like, need to feed off of people's energy a lot. Uh, I understand that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. All from all your job descriptions and stuff like that. It's mm. the your coworker encounters oh, yeah. that seem to drive your day. Honestly, if I'm not, like, you know, I need to... I need my coworkers to come and, like, feed me energy juice. Otherwise, I just am not going to deal with the day. Are you a deep thinker? The uh, options are, if you want to read them. Yeah, certainly. I question everything and I'm fascinated by lots of things. Nope. <laughs> Indeed, life is such a mystery. I must always learn more. And yes, yes my, my mind, mind is, is full, full of questions. questions. I This this hurts me because I, I want to say, yes, I think I'm a deep thinker, but I don't know which one of these yeses I should pick. Hmm. Well, I think the one that doesn't feature exclamation points indeed life is such a mystery i must always learn more mm-hmm. and uh certainly i question everything and i'm fascinated by lots of things and yes my mind is full of questions okay i, see I think the, these I, are three different voices i see the spectrum and there. then nope <laughs> I'm gonna like pick... that one like that one video of like, the guy with the long neck <laughs> it just comes up like nope so uh, I'm picking the uh, certainly I question everything because I think that one matches my mood the best. It's very childlike, I think. Yeah, in a good way. I think my I have a childlike curiosity for the world. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say indeed, life is such a mystery, Kalel. Like <laughs> with that one. Do you love solitude? Uh oh yes, it's the only environment in which I'm at peace. Gosh no, I love crowds in large cities. Yes, I need solitude to recharge. Not really. I like people a lot, but I also like being alone sometimes. Um, I'm, I definitely need solitude to recharge. Uh, I'm gonna say, not really, I like people a lot, but I also like being alone sometimes. Yeah, there that you go. That seems fair. 
That's pretty, that's a good middle of the road answer. Like I'm like a I'm like a cell phone. Like I need to be charged, but also like you can't just leave me plugged in. Yeah. It's not what ships are for. <laughs> to add three more metaphors on top of that one. All right, number five. I'm thinking five D metaphors because I'm a star seed. Do you feel as though you belong somewhere else? Maybe you feel like you belong on another planet <laughs> or with another family. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention. <laughs> You're not necessarily from another planet as a starseed. You could also be from another universe or realm. I understood. Like, shit's fucked. Maybe okay. you just yearn for, quote, home, unquote. Found home. Let's do the back and forth the answers. It's Definitely. No, I prefer what I have. My life is well and good, but I do yearn for something else. I've always felt as though I don't belong here. I just don't know where home is. Which, are you okay? The last one? Alright. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, it's, hmm. I don't know if I yearn for something else. I kind of like what I got going on. So, no, you prefer what you have? Yeah. I talked about my genie wishes the other time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, you know, I, I'd use it to generally improve things, but not in a major way. If you had a paranormal experience, maybe you've seen spirits, heard voices, etc. Indeed. Hmm. No. Not yet, but I really want to. Give me that demon. I think so. It happened when I was young. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say indeed for this, because as we've talked about on my monster podcasts, <laughs> yes. like, absolutely, I've had, I've had w- a weird shit happen to me, mostly in my own head. Mm-hmm. Probably entirely in my own head. <laughs> let's let's be clear. Yeah, got them in ghosts and demons and, and stuff. I uh, you know, I, I've had some uh, things that are a little more like borderline, like you know, oh that was that was an odd moment and uh, really weird what happened on that wall there for a second. But I would not say in a major way. Maybe that's an I think so. It happened when I was young. Um. Well, did it ever happen when you were a kid? Not really. That's more like a, a a dream that that you was over as soon as you woke up. One time, I dreamed like Team Rocket was behind my toy chest, and, and then, I, then I was like, "That was clearly a dream." But the memory is stronger than like a lot of real things. Hmm. So I, that was not nothing supernatural. I I really want to say no. Okay. All right. All right. Do you feel alone? Maybe you feel like no one is there for you. No one understands you. Goodness, yes. Goodness, yes. I'm so fucking lonely and I'm an animated teapot. <laughs> no, I know people that have my back. I'm happy. <laughs> Is that like? I want that life. Hang on. Uh, nope. I used to be that way. But I've successfully moved past that. I'm happy where I'm at. <laughs> Very good, John Mulaney. <laughs> Thanks. I do not think that's the answer for John Mulaney, though. No. <laughs> um, um, but um, yeah. uh, that, that's the answer for me. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in a happier place. And you feel alone. Um, I know at least one bitch that's got my back. Hey. It's you. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Does the universe fascinate you? Gosh, yes. Why is that? Gosh, yeah. Is it, do they not like, is this like a God relationship thing with what the star seeds are? Mm. And they don't really are keen on, on like, that's why they use these. Maybe. No, it's boring and unimportant. 
I prefer to live underground and eat a nutrient paste that I make from passing worms. Yeah. This is the only life I need. I shop at Target. Yeah, no, I can't imagine anyone, even like even those Target shoppers. <laughs> can we start? To be really? Can we start the Kaiju Weekly podcast feud? Did not work. Can we start a podcast feud with Target the store? I don't know about that one. I like this. I like this plan. Uh, and the third option is, I suppose so. Um, uh, I'm saying, gosh, yes. The universe is real fascinating. I don't know if that's going to make me an alien or not. Probably. I'm going to say, I suppose so. Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, are you able to see auras? Yes. Nope. What's an aura? Not yet. I really want to be able to. Um, I, I pick up vibes. Yeah, I certainly pick up vibes. Yeah. I consider myself very good at doing that, actually. Yeah, I mean, like... Uh, it, now, this is obviously referring to, like, an actual supernatural ability that people have where it's like, you are very purple today. And, like, that's clearly bullshit. Yes. Uh, uh, but, <laughs> so, if I've, if I've like, felt a vibe off someone, does, does that count as, yes, I'll totally adore him? Because I am not able to see aura. No, not a lot at all. Well, what do you... I think I'm going to say I want to be able to. Okay. Because if I could, like, visualize actually off a person radiating, like, in a, like what I, I just described that feeling is, that'd be great. I'm going to say yes. All right. Because I feel like I can tell, like, what, like, synesthesia-wise, I can tell, like, what kind of color a person is. Mm. Like, you have a very red. I, I wear a lot of red. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you believe in aliens, bitch? Of course. Hell no, it's rubbish. I am ten questions deep. <laughs> I'm fist deep in your fucking alien quiz already. <laughs> like, why would I be here if not? I'm not sure there's considerable evidence. Yes, the options are, of course. Hell no, it's rubbish. Or, I'm not sure there is considerable evidence. It sounds like you are down to fuck an alien and I'm going to I, go ahead. I believe the opposite of the last statement is that... I'm sure there is, but I don't think there's any considerable health evidence. Mm. <laughs> I believe in aliens, but not the way you want me to. <laughs> yeah, like, kind of, but I guess I'll say yes. I don't think believing in aliens should count as a point towards me being a starseed or not. Uh, I'm going to say I'm not sure there's considerable evidence, because frankly, you know what? We don't know that there's aliens out in space. We could be the only life forms. I, I think statistically that's pretty low. But also, like, life formed pretty early in the history of Earth. That's so, true, but so, we could be just ahead of the curve. Hence, there's considerable evidence. Huh. But we don't have evidence of that, so I am not going to speak with any kind of certainty. Do you believe in other dimensions slash realms? Well, I want to fuck Thor, so yes. Um, um, I, I think, like, uh, a belief in the afterlife would count. That does. Heaven is certainly a, another dimension or realm. So I'm saying certainly. I'm going to say I'm not sure I'd have to see it for myself. Well, that's because a, I feel like that's, that's a fair answer. I feel like, well, not heaven. <laughs> right. That but... one for some reason I'm sure about. <laughs> but like, I don't know if there's something like that in like existence, then like it's clearly something beyond like, you know, what we can detect with science. Yeah. A great, something greater more than our terrestrial <laughs> realm. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what another dimension or realm in like a fantasy sort of sense would mean like cosmologically. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Do you want to help humanity and Earth? <laughs> yeah, I kind of do, though. <laughs> of course, it's our duty as humans to do so. Or, no, today it, mankind falls. This is like one of those loaded questions that someone like with a clipboard like, like says to you as they approach. Mm. It sounds like something that I would uh, say trying to get some people to sign some card about some kind of environmental initiative. 
Yeah. It's like, of course, it's our duties as human to do so. Do you feel as though you have a mission here on Earth? Certainly. I have to kill the president. <laughs> no, I just want to live my life. I just want to I've my life. <laughs> yeah, I read what I thought was there. No, I just want to I've my life. No, I just want to I've my life. <laughs> or we all have missions. <laughs> we all have missions. That's so fucking vague. I love it. It's some Goliath shit. That is... We all have missions. Don't give away some episode topics. Yeah. <laughs> um, I honestly am really tempted to say no. I just want to eye my life. <laughs> but uh, I kind of like the Goliath thing. Like we all have missions. Yeah, that one's pretty powerful. <laughs> I think that. Um, yeah, I, I do. I do feel that way. We all have missions. I don't think we do. I think I'm the only special person in the world, and everyone else is just some fucking NPC scrub. <laughs> I'm the only real person, so certainly. Do you believe in fairies slash fairies slash fae slash fae? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I used to when I was a kid. No. That's stupid. <laughs> so I think that, um, uh, I, I don't think I ever did as a child. I don't think you, I don't think I was exposed to the fae as a child. I mean, like, do Santa's elves count? Uh, yeah, boy, I should remember this. Um, so, I mean, I, that, I, I'm not counting that, honestly, because the fae are different. I know that now in a D&D &D setting. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that's stupid. Uh, I've gone into the woods and felt a weird vibe. Okay. Did I ever show you, like, pictures of, like, that one spot in the woods uh, by my parents' house that I went in that I called the Feywild? I think I've seen it, yeah. Like, I look at pictures of that, and I'm like, I, I was actually in the Feywild. Yeah. I'm so, going to go ahead and say, oh, yes, because I want to be an alien. I don't want to say it's... I don't accuse the, whoever believes this of being stupid, you know? <laughs> That's a very aggressive answer. I don't want mm. to... So I'm going to say when I was a kid. All right, fair. Do you have dreams about otherworldly places slash beings... All the time. All the time, Frankenstein. I used to. No, just common dreams <laughs> of bread and yeah. gruel. And going up to, to take an exam in my underwear. <laughs> yes, and I sometimes receive messages from those beings. They tell me to kill the president. <laughs> in the last one. Hi, Secret Service. I'm never going to kill Joe Biden. He seems fine, and also I hated the other guy. Uh... Hell no. I hardly ever remember my dreams, you fucking pussy. <laughs> Once again, a very aggressive last answer. Hell no. It's very British also for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I dream of otherworldly places, that's for sure. It's usually giant schools. Is that otherworldly? It's just, it's just like a high school that I used to go to, but it's like giant uh, open chasms and elevators. and. I think that might count. Escalators. Uh, I'm gonna say yes, and sometimes I receive messages from those beings because that that has happened. Like, I have had dreams where it like felt really real, and like I definitely got a message out of it. And I was like, okay, well, I don't believe in all this stuff, but that's what these people are experiencing when they say they've had visions. Yeah, I, I mostly get it. it happens to me. One of the reasons why I know it's not real is that it mostly happened to me in college when I drank a lot more, <laughs> and like my sleep was a little more interruptible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say all the time in response to that being once, but no beings for the record. Hmm. It's it was it's never stuff like that. It's 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 just regular people in my dreams, um, regular people that do like crazy Keenan and Kel type antics. 
Uh, I was there was this like I can't imagine what the inspiration <laughs> for that might be. I do remember a villain in my college days in one of my dreams, and I wrote his name. I remember this because I wrote his name like on my like my whiteboard, hmm. like in the middle of this, when I woke up because I'm like I gotta remember his name for the morning. I gotta see who this guy is, and what I wrote down was like ghouling shun- sunshine. <laughs> ghouling sunshine. I think that was his name. You know, sunshine when he ghouls. Right. Yeah. So if you ever meet someone named Ghouling out there, I'm going to stay away from him. All right. Do you sometimes see orbs of light? We're almost done with this, by the way. They may fly right past you or just hover around. Yeah. You might get, like, the ones that just, like, go right past you or sometimes they just kind of fucking stick around. I don't know. They just don't tell me about this in plumber school. I have medi- Mama Mia, I'm Chris Pratt. Hey, listen. Yeah, I've medically diagnosed uh, floaters that I see when I look at like blue skies and stuff like that. But oh. it's not actually it's not lights. <laughs> uh, it's like little dust particles on my eyeball. So that's a not at all. Yeah, I can honestly say not at all for this one. Can you sense energy? Oh, we've talked about this earlier. Maybe every room feels different. Maybe every person you meet feels different. I mean, yeah, that's kind of how rooms and people are. Maybe you see static and black spots slowly moving around. I should, I should they just called me on that one. Yeah, I have to say, gosh, yes, all the time. Maybe you see static only in the dark. Uh, gosh, yes, all the time. That's, uh, that's all... Okay, none of that seems odd. No. Okay. Last question. Don't, Don't worry. worry. <laughs> I wasn't worried until now. Do you have some kind of... Psychic ability. Piss kink ability. <laughs> Do you have some kind of piss kink ability? <laughs> Okay. Maybe hear people's thoughts. Maybe you can communicate with animals. Maybe you can see spirits. Maybe you can hear voices. These are like, everyone's a different X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> These... Maybe you just have a strong intuition. Yes. No. That's not even possible. Nope. I want to. No, but I believe in that shit. Once again. Nah, but I fuck with that. There's no flavor that that describes me, which is kind of like... Maybe sort of a little bit. Um, and you hear people's thoughts. Can you communicate with animals? I can definitely communicate with animals in like the sense that any kind of person can. I do that professionally. Actually, I I want to say no to all this. And I don't really believe in this. So that, that's me defending. I have pretty strong right? intuition. Yeah, you can say yes to that. I'll say yes. Thank you. All right. What's your result? You are definitely a star seed. We had very different answers. I am also definitely a star seed. Holy shit. We're star seeds. Well, that makes sense. We're cousins. Yeah. So, like, it's... if one of us is... Well, no, that's only true if we're, like, ancient aliens descended. Maybe that's what we are. Uh, I think it's more of a soul situation. Hmm. Yeah, so, so... You were meant to find this quiz. Okay. You were... Like, I'm imagining somebody, like, coming up into the street and, like, grabbing me by the collar. You were meant to find this quiz, and while you read this, the veil will be lifted as you are given new information that you may not have learned beforehand. You are an old soul, a starseed, an indigo child, ETC. Call it what you like. You've had lives that span across space and time. You've lived in different dimensions, time variants, planets, parallel universes, etc. You were in cowboy times in dinosaur land. Yeah. I understand that you may be denying such things, but do keep an open mind. You are and always have been fascinated with whatever lies beyond our man-made barriers. It's time you accept your curiosity. Embrace your child within. can't read this whole thing. Question everything. Trust in your intuition. Feel the rain on your skin. No one else can feel it for you. Only you can let it in. 
and trust in yourself and your guides. Close your eyes and open your eye, your third eye. You are an infinite being. Understand this. You are unstoppable and magical in every way. Never forget that. I believe in you. You came here for a reason. I cannot tell you what mission you chose before reincarnating into your current physical form. You must look within yourself and trust your higher self, subconscious guides, etc. Repeat this information. Repeat this affirmation five times every day, young traveler. I am an infinite being. I am wise. I am beautiful. To learn more about this all, please feel free to message me. <laughs> now I must away. Smoke bomb, turn into a moth. <laughs> I... I think I was just possessed again. I, I want to say that the results for this uh, this quiz, that number is about 40,000. Oh, shit, I, I closed out of the tab. Uh... Uh, the, the, uh, the end results are that uh, 39,506 people are starseeds. Okay, hey, that's a lot of starseeds. <laughs> we got bowels, but what kind of, which, which kind of alien are we? All right, let's, let's find out uh, if our heart's true. Are we loyal through and through? All right. Which light being are you? Star seeds, quiz, and test. Have you ever caught yourself looking at the stars for no fucking reason? If you have, I bet you have wondered, where does my soul come from? <laughs> All right, well, so on and so forth. A lot of questions about this, and uh, we're going to start with a BuzzFeed quiz that's going to teach us what kind of star seeds we are. So which gemstone most appeals to your spiritual nature? We got some amethyst. Uh, we got like a straight kind of turquoise blue glass looking chunk. We got like a very clear cut, uh, polished diamond that looks almost CGI. We have some lapis lazuli. We have a diamond that looks kind of like a mandala, actually, with some pink and yellow going on, like a refraction. And then we have this, like, sedimentary, like, polished river stone that I think is, like, called tiger something or something. Mm -hmm. Okay, so which one? Uh, I've used a lot of amethyst in D&D &D before, so I'm going to click that one. I like the tiger stone one. I remember having one of those as a child. That honestly is the one that is most like you, oddly enough. Okay. I do I do actually feel that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, uh, which dominant personality trait best describes you? Yes, please do the talking because my <laughs> voice is shot because I was just pretending to be a wizard. <laughs> uh, are you dutiful and responsible? Please, please. I know we don't have any listeners, but please somebody animate that. <laughs> Uh, are you creative and gentle? Are you reclusive and quiet? Active and purposeful? Um, I'm gonna say active and purposeful for me. Huh. I don't feel very creative or, and... I, I, creative, sure. Gentle, no. <laughs> You're a very... As, as everyone knows <laughs> from two minutes ago, gentle is not one of your personality traits. That's fair, that's fair. Uh, I, I think I'm, I'm definitely active. Um, but I think I like creative and gentle. That's That might be my duality. I like that for you, yeah. Okay. Which recreational activities most appeal to you? Playing chess, bridge, or mind games? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking with the heads. <laughs> you, I, I've handcuffed your ankle to the, to the flagpole. <laughs> Don't worry. You can still get checkmate. There's a queen in your ankle. <laughs> uh, you gotta eat your own foot. <laughs> Raise the portcullis with your own butt meat. <laughs> uh, relaxed sailing, swimming, or other aquatic activities. <laughs> I like how there's an option that's clearly like, you know, so you can get the water one. Yeah, so you can right. get the rip jaws of this fucking Ben 10 crew. <laughs> you can learn that you're a water type. Are you a water? 
Um, yeah. Gentle bushwalking and meditating. Mm-hmm. And I, that disturbs me. I feel like I immediately got Robert W. Morgan vibes from bushwalking. Oh, that shit. phrase. And brisk walking and running. All right. I think I got to pick gentle bushwalking and meditating because I do like walking in the woods a lot and stuff. I, I think uh, it's not chess. I more prefer checkers. <laughs> but I like tabletop games and card games and mind games. Okay. So, yeah. So you're the bad guy psychic type. Who's <laughs> like Michael Fassbender. <laughs> Pretty much. Which professional career most ap- uh, most appeals to you? Can we just take a minute to appreciate the uh, the stock photo here? <laughs> there, it's a it's a, a multi ethnic. Yes, yeah, a multi ethnic uh, like exactly multi ethnic uh, group of young professionals. There's even a woman, the the best race. And <laughs> there's there, uh, one guy is riding on a on a yellow pad. Another man, another man has a calculator and is smiling at a, a pie chart. A pie chart with, like... Bar graphs next to it. With, like, I believe, yes, seven identically sized portions, which is a weird pie chart. I love this photo because it has nothing to do with these four options. Okay, yes. Which so, are judge, artist, healer, or editor. Um, I am an editor, but I'm gonna say artist. Hmm. Uh, let's see. A healer. What do they do? Is like a, like a doctor, I guess. That mm. they they wiggle their hands in front of you. P- precisely that. I mean, I don't know. I think it's just like healer, like a doctor or somebody that does their hand wigglies. Well, I guess I mean like I'm like an engineer. I I make sure that people get good air. Yeah. And like I I think that's a healer in a sense. I see a problem and I solve it. I feel like that's a that's a healer. Yeah, More than a okay. judge, an artist, or editor. I like that. I like that mindset. That's the right thing to go into this, I think. I think it's kept vague deliberately. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's not like doctor. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, which of the following words has the most emotional effect on you? Fuck yeah, okay. Let's go. Justice. Alcyon. Kesh. Dolphin. <laughs> Azria. Mentria. Synthos. <laughs> What? Like, hold on. Does I'm it, about to like. Am I, I'm about to wake up and kill Tony Stark's dad. Like, am I supposed to know what all four of these words mean? Okay. Because I'm bad in I'm bad in one fifty. Okay. Uh, which ones are you unfamiliar with? So, like, dolphins. Like, think I like know a what dog. a dolphin is. Okay, it's like a dog, but wet. All right. Okay, yeah. I know what justice is. That's real. That's what Esmeralda wants in, in Hunchback. Justice. Yeah. And uh, what are, how about these other two? Uh, Kesh, I don't know. Alcyone is a star in the Pleiades. <laughs> okay. Uh, they don't speak to me as much as... Um... Hold on. Let me just say the words. Just say all those words to me and I'll see which one I have the most emotional reaction to. Justice. Alcyone. Kesh. Dolphin. I think it was Alcyone. All right. Mostly because it was the longest word. I, I'd like justice. Which color combination has the most emotional effect on you? Purple and red. Green and blue, white and gold, blue and gold. Oh no! Is this one like? <laughs> it's what if they have a picture of the dress and like. Oh what, no! What's the color of this dress and how does it make you feel? Only us. We must turn to the star seeds to answer this quandary. Hmm. All right. Uh, I do own and wear a lot of purple and red clothes. Yeah. So uh, purple and red is the way that you're making I me love- feel tonight. It's hard to take this quiz. All right. Uh, I think I'm big on the, uh, <laughs> I'm big on, like, the Christmas color scheme. Hmm. How I, I, like, the Christmas vibe, but I don't like green and blue. 
mm. <laughs> either. Like, you know, they're, they're so, there's something that doesn't match well about them. I'm more thinking in, like, D&D character design, which appeals to me the most. White and gold is very... Uh... Is very much my jam. Yeah. There's also blue and gold as our, like, school, uh, high school colors. Yeah, and, and that's pretty much every high school's colors. Yeah. So. What, when do they all decide that, I wonder? I don't know. Which culture are you most instinctively attracted to? Ancient Rome, the Renaissance era, ancient Lemuria in the South Pacific, which, as we talked about, is some fictional fucking thing, or Egypt? Uh, the Renaissance era. Okay, of all the real ones, I'm going to say ancient Rome. However... <laughs> Let me discuss. Let me think about. Do I want ancient Lemuria in the South Pacific or ancient Rome? Um, I probably would want that one if I learned more about it, but I don't know enough about it. So, um, wait, wait, it's a study during a test. You know, <laughs> so, all I'm picturing is Atlantis from Atlantis: The Lost Empire. Uh, is that your vibe? Yeah. So I'm gonna just say ancient Rome instead. Okay. Uh, Which gift to humanity do you feel has been the most to its emotional well-being, law and order, artistic abilities? Unity and compassion. Now, what I hate about these is that that's not a gift. Fuck you. Like, all of these are, like, things that are creations of humanity. Like, we invented law and order. And artistic abilities come from, like, the just, like, way that our brain is shaped. (laughs) The way they word it it makes it sound like more of a, like, gift of fire thing. Like, which of these things given to humanity do you most respect? This is why I left the church. It's like, it's just this complete abdication of responsibility. And it's, like, very childlike in a way that I dislike. And uh, that's the thing that, like, you know, I laugh at when I watch Ancient Aliens. Mm -hmm. When it's very much like, oh, humans did nothing. Right. It was it was all like given to us by extraterrestrial beings. Right. This is the part where I'm going to get a little mad, but uh, I'm going to pick the last option, which is of course something that was not invented by humans, but it is cats, dolphins, and whales. <laughs> there are three genders. Which one are you? Go. Um, I'm whale. I'm definitely cats. So uh, I think that I I don't I think I don't think our, if if Law and Order is a gift to humanity, it's a pretty. It's like it's a dollar store like knockoff brand that doesn't really work very well. <laughs> That's true. Artistic abilities, yeah. There's uh, I'm a big uh, you know supporter of the arts, whether in like dramatic form or actual museum artworks in general. Mm. And unity and compassion, I think, is a goal to strive to, and we're not quite there yet. Yeah, across ever, all humanity. If we ever get that gift, then cool. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, how would you describe your normal work practices? Structured and practical, laid back and free flowing, quiet and effective, active and capable. I'm gonna say laid back and free flowing. Quiet and effective. Good. Which traits do you most dislike in others? Over emotionalism. I find their <laughs> feelings to be a weakness that we might exploit. Uh, rigidity and restriction. Rigidity and restriction. That is actually the trait that I most like in others. Uh, over familiarity. Over familiarity. I do hate like. Welcome to the Target family. Yeah. We're your family now. I'm your dad. I remember touring colleges. I'm from space. I remember to- touring colleges and the ones I hated were the ones where like, wouldn't you become a weasel? No. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you become a weasel, you'll know all kinds of maths. I'm a wizard. Yeah. Uh, and laziness or sl- slovenliness. That's racist. Yeah. Um, oh, it's racist because I was reading like Slovenia. Ah. Okay. Uh, I don't believe in laziness. I think that's an invention of capitalism, so that's not it. Over-emotionalism. I actually really like it when people get very emotional. I like that. I like feeling the vibes. Over-familiarity kind of sucks, but uh, not just for the joke. I do hate when people are overly uh, rigid in their approach to life. 
or too restricted in it. Yeah, I can now, see Now, if we're that. talking about, like, sex stuff, then rigidity and restriction sounds pretty great. However. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think mine might be a little more laziness, because I just, my whole life revolves around using as much time as I can and being productive and stuff like that. So, w when it's like, you know, when someone hits a wall like that, I'm like, ooh, I, I can't. Come on, let's go. So, that's my version. Uh, if you had to change the color of the sky, which color combination would you choose? This question actually whips. Like, this seems like one of those, like, standard <laughs> questions, but, like, I've never heard it before. Pink and blue, pale green, white, royal blue. Again, I wonder, I want to ask who came up with this palette, and what does it mean? Uh, I'm, honestly, I really like it, and I always have, when it, like, snows and the sky is white. That's a nice call. And, like, um, you know... It, I, I went to Niagara Falls with my family once when I was a kid and I saw like, you know, we sailed right into the mist and everything around me was white and it looked like the edge of like a Caillou cartoon. Hmm. There's just like a canvas that you can draw on the rest of the world with and I really like that a lot. So I'm going to say white. Uh, I, I will say this is a very fun episode because I think we always have these personal anecdotes and little tales. Oh, yeah. Uh, like I, I, I loved... Um, playing intramural soccer growing up mostly because it takes place this time of year at night and so it goes from like daytime to you watch the sky change colors huh. and like in just a giant open pennsylvania field so I, I like the one that has two colors here the pink and blue okay which flower best describes your personality a deep purple orchid a pale green fern not a flower a white snowdrop a blue canterbury bell hmm i think the one that spoke to me those is the bell I like the pale green fern. Which Although type of... white snowdrop is more goth, so I'm a little torn, but I think I'm going to say uh, green fern. Which type of movie are you most likely to go out and pay to see? <laughs> which is a very specific question. This isn't like a watch at home on Netflix. Yeah. This is like, which one of these would you see in theaters? This is also a crazy list from like... Yeah, <laughs> like the they have like... They have like bunch of different movie posters and they have like um i want to I I list some of these memoirs of a geisha uh, the, the golden compass rango shrek 2 spider-man 3 avatar mr and mrs smith the sorcerer's apprentice grown-ups dodgeball <laughs> the notebook 27 dresses eat pray love in her shoes a movie i don't really know about uh revenge of the sith <laughs> the matrix reloaded i am legend mr and mrs smith love actually 17 again it titanic it's There's... just the notebook is a it's a mess is a hot mess babies so uh so they've narrowed that down to four genres documentary light popular one with a spiritual theme and a well-critiqued foreign film. I'm going to say light and popular, because that's the only movie. I only go out and see Marvel movies, really, when I go out to the theater. I don't think I would pay go to pay to see anything that wasn't just light and popular. Yeah. I'm sorry, foreign film. I, I mean, I, it's I, popular. Most people are going to pick that. That's what popular means. Popular. Yeah, I, I saw, like, Parasite in theaters, but I didn't... Like, you know, that wasn't that such a normal thing for me. Yeah, and one with the spiritual theme, I would fucking never. Like, don't catch me doing that. All right. When a problem presents itself, who are you going to call? Think it over carefully and respond coolly and logically. Try to forget the problem and hope it will go away. Deal with it quietly, but feel angry for some time. Get annoyed initially, then find a practical solution. Oh, I, I think you know mine. Think it over carefully and respond coolly and logically. Mine is deal with it quietly, but feel angry for some time. Yep. That's my vibe. Which famous person do you most admire? This is a great opportunity for, like, a Star Trek thing of, like, you know, great thinkers like Abraham Lincoln, Albert Einstein, and Vishnak, the alien space cat from the moon. <laughs> yeah, uh, Albert Einstein, Van Gogh, the Dalai Lama, Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn is a good one. 
Um, either that or Van Gogh for me. What a fucking spread. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate a lot of Van Gogh work, and I, I've, but it's like, you know, it's 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 Einstein though. Uh, probably I think I'll pick Van Gogh. Because of... Because he's troubled. Because of the Doctor Who episode that I can always rewatch to make me cry, I'm going to pick the Van Gogh choice. Uh, which of these statements do you most commonly say? I'll think about that for a minute. I can't be bothered doing that. I'd like some peace and quiet on my own. Let's get on with it. Now, what I want to do is take all of these and translate them into, like, Allie speak and then maybe Adam speak. Okay. So, like, so like a human says... I'll just think about that for a minute. And an Allie says... Hold, hold up, hold up. I need to think about that one, Chief. Uh, I can't be bothered doing that. Nah, I, you, actually, you know what? Nah, fuck that. I'd like some peace and quiet on my own. Oh, okay, hang on. I need to, I need, I need to, I, I gotta be, like, alone for a minute. I'll be, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. I won't leave forever. Let's get on with it. Let's fucking go, kids. Let's go. Which one, which one did you think matches your energy? Uh-huh. I think hold up, I gotta think about that. So that's gonna be. Uh, uh, I'll just think about that for a minute. I got it. Um, um, I'd like some piece of quiet on my own. I, I don't need a translation for that, but I'll I'll, uh, I'll commit to I'll think about that for a minute because that's also true. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. So you got Andromedan. Look at these two fucking yahoos. <laughs> these guys are are not very. Uh, <laughs> look, look at them. It looks a lot like me. I can see it. I don't... They don't look like you, but they do look hot. Uh, you're an Andromedan, and you, sh and you seek freedom. <laughs> Deep inner thirst and drive that leads you to search for the feeling of freedom. Are you sure this isn't me? <laughs> you may change jobs, homes, or relationships in your search. You have changed jobs, homes, or relationships before. <laughs> At some point, you will realize that the freedom you are seeking and the feeling you are often have of being trapped and not through the actual circumstances, it's tr the true freedom you seek comes from only from within you. It's found only by developing your self-love, your inner spiritual self. Other than that, you're a fair, capable being. You work hard, teaching, sharing knowledge. You're a cre creative and uh, allow yourself to grow in other areas. Now, that's so it's fair. I like that. Yeah. I will note that one of the options was Arcturian. So we could have <laughs> finally talked about Arcturian Poontang. Uh, they'll have to wait. Yeah. What's your final result? So uh, I got the Pleiades. <laughs> Which is where ancient Lemurians are from. So, like, I'm like the that's the that's a cool one. So, you are a Pleiadian being. You are someone who has big visions and great communication skills. You motivate people into your grand schemes. This whole podcast. You like to motivate people with the motto "Just do it, do it." You live by this motto. Once you see the great, beautiful vision, you are on the go. You tend to jump at your grand visions, even if it means using shifty and mean methods. Your biggest asset is your communication skills. You are good at selling your ideas with great vision and sense of humor. You are very enthusiastic about life. You're a great charmer. Aww. Well, I like that. And also what I like about this is that I do actually have uh, Pleiadian uh, psychic powers. Oh, you do? Is this your card? <laughs> what? For, for the listeners, I've drawn a star map of the Pleiades on my collarbone. <laughs> I called it. Are, I called it. Yeah. I called it. Are, I am a Pleiades. Are, are you making fun of my um, my series of moles that are shaped like the Big Dipper? Where do you have a series of moles that are shaped like the Big Dipper? Like right, right here. Like, it's, it's, I'm missing one, but the, the rest go, like, up here. Ah, huh, shit. 
So wait, hold up. I drew mine on. What the fuck? What the fuck? Wait, what? Wait, what? What? Yeah, yeah. You didn't know about that? I mean, I have birthmarks that like... Like I, but like not, not like shaped like the Big Dipper. No, they're not shaped like constellations. What the I fuck? might actually be a star seed now Holy that I shit. think about it. I mean, I had to draw mine on, but also like, <laughs> I, I'm at, I'm Andromedan. This, I, and this I, opens up a whole new world for me. A whole new world. I might change jobs, homes, or relationships. A new fantastic alien. But when I'm way up here, it's crystal clear. That I have to give a bunch of money to Deborah, a whole bunch of money. <laughs> so, um, star seeds. Let's oh. take them to the final rating place. What are star seed birthmarks? Some star seeds are born with a birthmark in the shape of a pentagram or star. They may also have an unusual mole, birthmark, freckle, etc., that draws attention to their body. How common is this? It's not uncommon for people to be born with features that originate from their home planet. This is because DNA sometimes has a way of retaining ancient markers from past lives or other planets well, or realms. I, I love that. <laughs> the fact that having moles shaped like a constellation is so, <laughs> like, so easy to not have. <laughs> that they're like, we have to go like more general than that. Hmm. Well, also, the Pleiadians are uh, responsible for the... Uh, they are... The Nordic aliens, Ooh. apparently. Those are, like, what they had before gray aliens, before the Betty and Barney Hill stuff, where it was, like, you know, just these, like, hot people in skin-tight, like, Lycra suits that would tell you to, like, get rid of your nukes and be good to the Earth. Mm. And, like, they were always very, like, blonde, blue eyes type things, which is problematic that that's the standard of galactic yeah. beauty. But also, like, cool, I'm one of the hot ones. Well, there you go. I can fucks with that. All right. That's, as we say in the Pleiades... <laughs> I believe that's on the uh, the the presidential seal. Oh well, of the so, Pleiades. <laughs> All right, yes. Let's go to the final rating place mm. for the star seeds. I I, th I thought this was a very fun uh, exploration of, and this is uh, I'm gonna say this is as equally harmless as like your uh, astrological signs. Right. And it's if this is the fun version of what is this what the kids are doing? The kids that grew up in the Shrek two and. No, I think they're dimension shifting on TikTok. Yeah, uh, perhaps that's the case. Uh, I, I think if, it, if this gives someone guidance in their life, good, good for you. Good for them. I mean, don't give people money because of this, but you will, because that's the point of this. <laughs> Correct. Uh, explore. As someone who spent $5 on a crystal lately. <laughs> oh, I'm very happy to hear that was only $5. <laughs> Thank you. I don't want to ask. Thrifty as always. With yeah. my space crystals, um, uh, but yeah, I think I think star seeds, uh, the, the concepts, as something that I learned about just a few weeks ago, are very neat. I'm gonna give them a uh, a solid eight out of ten, like some kind of constellation shape. Mm. You also give like most of our monsters eight out of ten. Uh, that's true. Maybe I should mix it up this time. Nope. I'm giving them a nine. Oh shit. It's not really a monster though. Not super scary and not super everywhere. Make it a seven point mm. nine. I'm gonna give it a. <laughs> 3.33 out of 24 hours. Because, <laughs> like you said, it's not really a monster. It's just kind of like a horoscope. But uh, it's... At least there's a mechanism. You know, this is my big problem with astrology. There's no mechanism for it. Yeah. You can... Uh, there's an explanation to why... How this came down. Yeah, and there's, like, future steps. Like, if you're a Taurus, like, you're a little bit hot and also sneaky or whatever the Taurus thing is I don't know I also like the idea of like uh you know if the if you equated it one to one it'd be like well I don't believe in Gemini 
<laughs> or something like that. Ooh. How your star seats like it's a, an array of things, and some people are just like, "Oh, that one's garbage." Yeah. Honestly, I could see this taking off as much as astrology. Absolutely, especially in this century. Yeah. Of madness. But uh, yeah, no. What I like about it is that there's like actionable steps. Like you have to do a mission. It's like a it's like a game. You gamify it. You make it a religion, basically. Yeah, and there's levels and and pay to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like a religion. So, uh, thank you for joining us for our wonderful trip through space. Uh, next time, we're uh, staying a little closer to Pennsylvania as we uh, juggle around some fruit. Just normal type like Jigglypuff against a ghostly gang of the battles real tough. Thunderbolts, a great electric attack until you get ground down by a marrow What kind of Pokemon are you? How do you do the things you do? Share with me your secrets deep inside. What kind of Pokemon are you? Are you loyal through and through? And do you have a heart that's true? What kind of Pokemon are you? Make one wrong move and it'll kick your grass. <laughs>